Hello, loved one, friend, or family member of the person who shared this with you. My goal in the next few minutes is to help you see what they're experiencing with food and how they would like to be supported during this time. They might not have the right words to tell you, so that's why I'm here. Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. As you know, they've been struggling with food and their bodies for a while, maybe months, maybe years, even decades. You know, people who start a diet with the best of intentions, but ended up with a frayed relationship with food, maybe obsessing about what they're eating, what they're not eating, how many calories they have left, how much they've burned with exercise. That person is likely your friend, your family member, or a loved one at this very moment. Maybe you've noticed that they're overeating or even binging. Maybe you're noticing that they're cutting calories and restricting to an extreme extent. I'm a dietitian based in the Bay Area, and I've worked with hundreds of patients over the years restore a healthy and normal relationship with food without obsession, fear, or guilt. And I'm here to help your loved one do the same. And you might be wondering, why did my loved one send me here? It's because they're having a hard time sharing with you what they're trying to achieve. They're not trying to be perfect with food or lose weight anymore. They want to find peace with food. They're seeking food freedom and they just want to be a normal eater again and they need your support. I know you have the best of intentions. I know you love them dearly and you want them to be healthy and happy. You want them to achieve their health goals and not be consumed by guilt or obsession. I'm going to share with you a few tips on how you can support them. Here are three things to keep in mind. One, their goals might not be what you think. Sometimes your loved one might be trying to eat more because they've been restricting for so long. Let them be and try not to comment about them eating after dinner or eating that second helping or eating that dessert. Don't comment on how much they've had or how little they've had. They're trying to figure it out and they're trying to listen to their hunger and fullness signals. For you, it might come easy, but for them, they've been so disconnected with their hunger and fullness that they need to relearn it again. And sometimes it might look a little funny to you, but stay neutral and try to keep any comments to yourself. Perhaps this is what they want to say to you, but they don't know how. I'm working on learning what it's like to feel full and satisfied, but my fullness cues are a little wonky, so I end up eating more than I intended to, but that's okay. It's a learning process, and every day it gets a little bit better. Every day I overeat a little bit less. Every day I'm binging a little bit less food than I'm used to. It's a work in progress. That's likely what they want to say if they're struggling with overeating and binging. Or perhaps they're trying to feel less afraid of quote-unquote bad foods or indulgent foods. Maybe they've tried to stay away from sugar or dairy or bread for ages, and now they're trying to learn how to accept those foods again and embrace them without fear or guilt. So you might see them eating a bowl of ice cream at night. If you can, try to refrain from commenting on that. Try not to say anything. Sometimes you want to say something positive, but even the positive comments, try to keep to yourself. 
Maybe it's a huge milestone that they were able to pause after eating two scoops and move on with their night. Maybe they were used to eating the whole pint, and so this for them is a huge win. Or perhaps they're trying to eat ice cream for the first time in years. What a win as well. Sometimes when we're eating together, we might want to point out, oh, you're having that scoop of ice cream, or oh, you're not going to have that freshly baked pumpkin pie. Try not to point out what's on their plate, what they're eating, what they're not eating. That's not necessarily super helpful at this time. Again, give them space to figure out what they want and what they need. And the second thing to keep in mind is maybe food is a huge source of comfort for your loved one. And maybe you're someone that doesn't eat food outside of physical hunger, but there are people who eat because food is so comforting and food is like a warm blanket and food is a friend to them. And so if they're feeling judged from you when they're eating outside of physical hunger and they're just trying to soothe themselves, try to not make comments and try to see maybe why they're trying to comfort themselves with food and only ask when they are ready to tell you. Sometimes people will say, ah, I'm feeling really lonely or sad today. And you might see them eating that bowl of ice cream alone at home. Maybe wait until they're ready. Maybe wait until they want to talk to you about their feelings and maybe just give them a hug or ask them about their day. That's probably what they need the most is someone to check in on them, not about the food, but how they're feeling. The last thing you want to do in that moment is cause them to feel more judgment. If you judge them for eating whatever that they're eating out of emotional needs, they might feel ashamed or embarrassed and definitely not comforted. If they're eating food for comfort and they're not feeling comforted because they're feeling ashamed by your judgment, then they might go towards food even more. And worst case scenario, they might hide it from you. They might eat food in hiding because you're so ashamed and embarrassed. So instead of commenting on the food, again, ask them, what are you working on today? What are your wins today? Let them tell you and try not to assume anything. And then the third thing to keep in mind is their body might fluctuate wildly from week to week. Again, they're in the process of relearning what it feels like to be hungry and full. They're relearning what they need out of food, what they like, what they find satisfying, and they need time to figure out how much to eat, how to eat, and what to eat to feel comfortable. For you, it may be second nature, but for them, they might find themselves oscillating between binging and restricting as they really figure it out. So as much as you can, try not to make any comments about any weight loss or weight gain or anything like that. Compliment them on who they are as a human beyond their bodies whenever you can. Maybe it's, oh, wow, you handled that tough situation so well today, or you cared for that friend with such empathy in that situation. Or you bake such a nice cake with so much dedication. So if you are to comment on anything, comment on things outside of the body, what they look like or how they're eating. Ultimately, they are finding their own balance with food and they're learning to accept their bodies right now as they are. And yes, they do want to take care of their bodies and they are thinking about their health, but they're trying to restore a healthy relationship with food first. 
when someone restores a healthy and happy relationship with food, they'll learn what their body needs to feel energized and nourished. They'll be able to tell what foods fuel them and what foods bog them down. So naturally, they'll be able to choose down the line what feels good in their bodies and what is quote unquote healthier. Just give them time. Give them a lot of time. They are right where they need to be right now. They might be struggling. They might be figuring it out. But remember, their wins are different from your assumptions of what wins should be. So let them tell you what they're working on and support them as you can with as little commentary as possible. So the best support you can give your loved one is letting them voice their thoughts, letting them voice their struggles and their wins on their terms. Leave food and body judgments out of the dinner table and out of the home until they feel comfortable and confident in how they're eating and what they're eating and their bodies. Ask them, how can I support you? When and what are you comfortable with eating today? What will satisfy you? The main goal is to help them restore a normal and healthy relationship with food. Judgment will only perpetuate shame and worst case scenario is when they start eating in secret because they can't bear what you think and the judgments that you have about them. So let them find their path and be that listening ear. With that, I hope that helps you understand where they're coming from and what they're working on. It's probably different than what you were expecting, but they're taking a new approach and this approach will help them find food freedom, help them find peace with food and get away from the obsession and guilt and binging and restriction. So let them take their time. This work takes months, if not years. So be gentle with them and always have an open ear to listen to what they're saying and what they're ready to tell you. If you have anyone else who would benefit from listening to this, someone who also might be in your shoes, a little bit confused about what their loved one is trying to do, send this over to them because I think it might be helpful. And feel free to follow this podcast. I create episodes on a weekly basis helping my patients get through binge eating, get through restrictive disordered eating patterns so that they can find food freedom for themselves. So until next time, thank you for letting me into your ears and take care.